All right, ready? I'm Merida. I'm Elise. And, and this is, is your 20s. Hey, everyone. Is... How's it going? How are you doing? How am I doing? Yeah. Um, it's a loaded question. <laughs> I... I think I'm okay. Like I, so a little um, background. I, this is my new apartment. So this is my. I'm in my room right now. I'm sitting at my little vanity. Woo! It's You're a grown adult. I feel very grown. But I moved literally a week ago today, and I still we're still like getting everything together, and I can literally hear someone. The, the this apartment is like. You can hear everything. Like, you can hear really? the person upstairs, like, just waking up in the morning. It's great. Um, no, but I, I do really like it. But we still have, like, I'm literally in the process of moving right now. My room looks put together. But if you, like, step outside of this, it's just boxes and bins and shit to donate. And it's just, it's overwhelming. But it's good. I have my own place. I have my own space. I feel like I can, like, do what I want and, like, have my routine, which is really great. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely a little like uncomfortable right now. I think by next week I'll be feeling pretty good. But yeah. have everything, you know, moved in and everything. Yeah. Comfy. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Wow. And I just started like I started a new job this week. So I I feel like that's just been hard to, you know, have time to like mm -hmm. get things set up the way I want, but also like do that job well. So mm -hmm. also a Life, disclaimer. Man. If you are listening or watching on YouTube and we have like separate cameras we're looking at too, just bear with us. This is yeah. a home studio, home make. <laughs> but we're glad you're here. So. Yeah. You know. Thanks for I being mean, here. That's what it's all about. So um, so we wanted to do this episode. Uh, we know we got a lot of good feedback on the body positivity episode from season one with Taylor Hickey, mm -hmm. episode number two. Go check it out. It's a great one. I listen to it like it really quite is. a lot, to be honest. Um, really but we wanted to do one about relationships with food and working out because mm -hmm. um, we obviously want everyone to live a very healthy lifestyle, mentally, physically, and spiritually. And phys the physical side of things is a challenge, let me tell you. Absolutely. I mean, it's all a challenge, but I guess in, in my experience, maybe the physical side of, um, you know, healthiness has been the hardest so yeah and sure. a big part of that is your relationship with food and with working out and what those mean to you and I feel yeah. like a lot of a lot of young women out there um, you know struggle with their relationship especially with food so we're yeah. gonna address it we're gonna address it address it and like a little so a little bit of background of kind of where we came up with this concept I mean we talk about this stuff a lot of the time anyway but um, it was actually, I, I just, I think it's important, I'm sure you agree, Elise, to be like super candid with this episode because it came from kind of a candid place. Um, but so a couple of weeks ago, I, I don't know when it was at this point, it might have been like a month ago at this point when Elise came to visit me um, and we recorded the episode with my friend Emily and the three of us like spent the weekend together. It was super fun. Um, I was at dinner with Elise and Emily, and I i don't know what we were talking about exactly, but we got on the topic of 
eating and working out and all, you know, just everything that goes with being a woman, like the pressures of being a woman, well, a person in general. Um, but I guess we were at a restaurant and so going out to eat kind of always makes me nervous, I guess. Um, and I didn't get a chance to work out that day and I was extremely anxious and like Emily and Elise could both tell that there was like something going on with me and I just kind of again I can't remember what like caused me to come out and say it but I had explained to them that I've um, kind of struggle with uh, over exercising and um, just my relationship with food I have some disordered eating I wouldn't call it an eating disorder but definitely disordered eating um, and that I was just like really struggling and so we just kind of got to talking and then you know the conversation went where it went but that the point was that's really what inspired us to start you know this episode today was that's where it came from and um, I think in our last episode with body positivity we talked a lot about just body positivity in general and Taylor brought some like amazing fa facts and stats but this is a little bit more candid and personal and kind of getting into the ugly side of it which I yeah. think is extremely important because yeah you can say a lot of you know blanket statements can be good but sometimes you need to like just be completely forthright about what's going on in your life and that's really what me and Elise want to be able to provide with this podcast is like extreme honesty and vulnerability um and so that's kind of the point and so we're going to mm -hmm. be really honest today and get into mm -hmm. that so yeah. And it is a it is a very real thing. Like this is something I mean, especially women struggle with on a day to day basis. And I don't think yeah. it's talked about nearly a month. A month. Nearly, nearly enough. a month. Agree. It's only nearly. talked about once a month. <laughs> That's it. Just once a That's month. That's it. That's the only no, allowed. <laughs> I um I think also just from being surrounded by women, like we were um I don't have any sisters, but we were in a sorority and just yeah. seeing all the sides of it um like i i have some stories i'm not gonna ever name names but and people this not girls in the sorority just girls in general where i've just seen like are very worried about everything they eat and very so i guess let's start with food so yeah. um very worried about um you know having something sweet or overeating or too many calories obsessed with macros obsessed with carbs like the numbers obsessed with the number side of things yeah. and i think i've found with because I've been there too. I literally was there my senior year of high school. Um, yeah. There I was obsessing. Oh yeah, like I feel like every every person or mostly every woman has gone through this um, at some point and it's different yeah. levels for everyone. But I think my relationship with food um, has changed so much in the sense where now I recognize food as what it does for my body rather than mm -hmm. what it, how it could harm my body so like food is a good thing everyone needs food everyone needs it's energy for your body yeah. so I don't see I don't see sweets as a negative I don't see um, you know I don't see high carb foods as a bad I just see it as a different type of different form of energy mm -hmm. um, so I think just appreciating food for what it is and yeah. that is energy for your body rather than um, a sin or something you should feel guilty about. That's kind of like what Taylor was um, has told us about the fuck it diet. And <laughs> I think yeah, we've talked about I it a little bit. I need to get this book. I need to read it too because it sounds so fantastic. Yeah. Um, 
but I guess that's been my transition with food and with you know with young women I've just seen a lot of um, obsessiveness and I think that's mm -hmm. where the problem stems yeah I mean and I'll like so you're kind of in a place where you're definitely more comfortable with it and um, I'll be honest and on the flip side I'm like definitely struggling with it right now and so mm -hmm. I think it's important to like tell you guys that we're not all Perfect. the time like we, we're all on the same page all the time and we got it like that's just not the case like we have a podcast so we know we have everything figured out no, no <laughs> not at all the not furthest all. thing from that actually uh, <laughs> just kidding we're sort of knowledgeable <laughs> um, but I feel like I'll be honest with you even now like here's an example I'm looking in my uh, camera and all I can pay attention to is what I perceive to be like my double chin Fuck and that. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I think I don't think Elise is looking at me and being like, "Wow, look at her double chin." Like, it's just one of those things where it's like, I think I'm at the point right now where everything feels like it's still um, kind of all not all encompassing, but it's it it consumes my thoughts. I'll be honest with you, mm -hmm. and I don't think that the pandemic has helped. Obviously, mm. I think that's helped. That's you know that's. Um, that's hurt so many people in so many different ways like mentally spiritually you know just everything it's not pretty and you i think in this pandemic i've had so much time to sit and think and look at myself in the mirror and think about everything that i'm putting into my body and scrutinizing everything and counting every calorie and i mean for what like what's the right what's the point and it's like i know this my logical side of me is like completely aware that this is not it you know like and I've been in this position before and it's not a good place to be in mm -hmm. but I'm I think the difference now is I have been there before and I know what it feels like and how I'm feeling and so I'm trying to move through it knowing what I know now you know from my mm -hmm. past experience and giving myself some patience with it and like I patience. came out the other end of it uh, and I can do it again but it's an ongoing process and it mm -hmm. feels like exhausting like it never stops like and I explained this like I went to dinner with my mom the other day um with my mom and my sister and um I was just sitting there thinking like I was kind of binge eating you know and like big old trigger warning for all of this because I understand that this is very real for so many people so just know that we're talking about disordered eating and 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 bodies and things so just you know if this isn't for you then don't listen but you know mm -hmm. be aware mm -hmm. but I was you know felt myself like kind of binging on this unhealthy food we were eating chips and queso and I'd been you know so good like the rest of the week and um but I just felt like this like anxiety like I had to keep eating but I couldn't um I totally could like my sister and my mom were like kind of looking at me like having you know kind of having had enough like I know that sounds bad but like I just kept going and I wasn't yeah. hungry and I wasn't full and I just it, or I was full and I wasn't hungry but I just kept going and then I felt this insane shame and guilt when I got home that night and um you know did some things to kind of rid my body one could say of the food and I broke down to my mom and she's like is everything okay I can tell something's wrong like what's going on and I explained everything to her um and I didn't realize how upset 
all of this was making me until like I'm not even kidding you the third word that came out of my mouth I immediately choked up and started crying mm-hmm. and I hadn't cried over it at all before mm-hmm. like the whole you know time we've been in quarantine and I think I don't know what happened but like I just com- I let it all out and didn't even know the extent to which it was like consuming my thoughts until mm-hmm. I said it out loud and it just made me realize that like I'm not as I don't have like as good of a grip on it as I maybe thought I did before. And yeah. I I mean I wrote a blog a blog post. Wow. <laughs> a blog, <laughs> blog post. A blog, a blog post. A blog <laughs> post about this mm-hmm. about the importance of checking in. And mm-hmm. I think it's just like it's one of those things where my mom was checking in with me because she could tell, you know, and you don't even realize sometimes that you are like struggling as much as you are. Mm-hmm. And it's just Yeah, that's scary. so true. I think I think you also can think you you've defeated it, like that you've overcome it and then it can come back slowly. Like I'm yeah. really big on the law of attraction. If you know what that is, I'll kinda explain. It's like basically mm-hmm. what you surround yourself with, who you surround yourself what with, what you read, um, basically makes up the person that you are. So there was like comments, I guess like what you were saying from your family members, like those add up and those affect, you know, what you think on a daily basis, on a yeah. s- every second. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of times, like I, in my case too, I think I've, you know, I've overcome it and I have in a lot of ways. I'm a lot better than where I was, but, and then it'll come back and some days are better than others. And I, it's all about just like being mindful of what's going on, what you're surrounding yourself with, with what you're consuming on social media, especially. Um, If it's helping you or hurting you, like be mindful towards that because that will affect eventually where you, from point A to point B, that'll affect where point B is, you know? And it's like you said, it's a slow buildup process. Like you don't even realize where you're at until you get to a point where you kind of have, you take a step back. Something causes you inevitably to take a step back and you're like, what the fuck? How did I get here? Like it's one of those things where you, 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 yeah, you're not checking in with yourself and you don't even realize that you need to be. And then slowly, slowly, slowly it builds up. And that's a, I mean, that's a scary notion because I'm all about mental health awareness and taking care of yourself. And I'm, I mean, it's like my passion, but for me, who's like kind of feels like I'm really with it to feel like I slowly lost control without realizing that I lost control. I can't even imagine how some people who don't really grasp that concept yet and how important it is might feel um, when they're going through this because they right. might feel like completely spiraling out of control and it just yeah I don't know it just yeah I just wish women would understand how majestic and wonderful and beautiful like the human woman body is like yes yeah. human body but specifically woman like a woman's body is insane like just the beauty well, that what comes it can from do all of it and, like yeah, the phases that it goes through to, like, literally bring life into the world. I think yes, we forget about that. And, like, I I want to get to the point where I'm, you know, when I'm about to have a kid. Because I want kids. I love kids. Mm-hmm. I want a family. Um, that I'm not, like, so stressed about how I look and gaining weight and getting stretch marks and giving birth that I can't enjoy giving birth to a child and like raising (laughs) a child and I know that I don't want especially if I have a daughter 
her to ever hear me say those things about myself. Right. And to know that, like, I could potentially be, if, if I were to say something negative about myself, you know, even, like, without thinking about it subconsciously, which we do all the time, in front of my daughter, like, she's going to start picking up on those things and thinking that that's normal behavior. And, like, I really don't want to encourage that. And it's just so interesting how it's, like, you know what's right and what's wrong on the outside. Like, as a third party, it can step back. But then when you're in it yourself, it's a completely different game, you know? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, like, I can't take my own advice, you know? Like, I feel like I give really good advice, but, like, take... I want to yell at myself sometimes and be like Mira take your own fucking advice I do the same thing you dummy like <laughs> right and then you're like why practice what you preach you know what right I mean? <laughs> but that just means that like there's something in you you know obviously that like is expressing that and does believe it but it's so easy to forget it's so easy to forget so just yeah. like mindfulness man like remember what food does for you remember what moving your body working out and we can kind of transition into the working out you know part of this but I want to kind of want to get your story and like Mm -hmm. kind of where I don't know where I guess leaving tennis season especially as like a full-time athlete because I've never I've never had that perspective of an athlete who is has to train every day and has a a team to support them and stuff like that like I I had to learn how to work out completely, you know, by myself and by watching people. And obviously some amazing woman in my life taught me how to lift. And I'm very thankful for that and stuff like that. But what was that transition like from going from like a team, you know, having a coach and then also a pandemic that you had to deal with? Like, I mean, it's, it was, it was hard, but it was also... In, in some ways kind of easy so let me explain so I mean I've literally like you've grown up with you know theater I've grown up with or theater you know theater singing the arts <laughs> whatever. yeah 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 I've grown up with sports since I was a toddler I mean I picked up a tennis racket when I was three years old and mm-hmm. like I've always played sports I've always been like the most active kid like it it just was what I did you know Mm -hmm. um and I never ever ever when I was younger thought about what I put in my body I was just as free as a bird because I was I I was a tiny tiny person I was had a super fast metabolism I was running around all the time I I was just like you know just like this little girl and it makes me sad. I might get emotional thinking about it because, like, that's what I want for myself now, that freedom that I had when I was younger. And I hope right. that every woman feels that because every little yeah. girl at some point in their life did not give a shit what they looked like. They were just... Or what they did or what they said or... Yeah. They were just What they were passionate girls. about. They just did it because that was who they were. Yeah. 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 So, you know, I got to college and I've, I had my team and... Um, you know, I, I was used to being with my team, um, you know, every single day virtually for th- almost three hours every day, you know, lifting yeah. and playing. And, um, but I will be honest, like from almost day one of freshman year of college, especially with the girls on my tennis team, I immediately kind of felt this sense of insecurity in myself that I hadn't really felt before, especially when it came to my body type. And so... A lot of the girls on my tennis team are just naturally very tiny girls, you know. I mean, they're just mm. skinny. 
um, little, you know, whatever. They're just small. They're petite. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm not, like, a huge person. Not that there's anything <laughs> wrong with that. But right. I am muscular, and I have curves, and I have big boobs and wide hips and all these things. And all of a sudden, it I just became, like, hyper aware of all of it, especially when you're in a setting where I think your physical fitness is kind of, in a way, defines, like, who you are on the team. You know, it was, it was one of the factors of how fit you are and mm-hmm. how much you can compete and whatever. And so for the first time in my life, I felt like, holy shit, like, oh, like, I need to get my shit in order. And so I went through this up and down struggle of beginning to count calories and, you know, pinching fat on me and like looking in the mirror and just all these different things, you know, these terrible yeah. negative thoughts. Um, so, and I'll be honest with you, I don't miss that. Like, I don't miss being around, not the girls, because those girls are some of my best friends and, like, right. my family. I would die to be back with them. I would do anything to be back with them right now. But I do, I don't miss what I was telling myself when I was standing next to them. You know, I don't right. miss, like, the comparison game at all. And I feel like the one, like, nice thing about being in quarantine is... Yes, I've had lots of time to self-reflect, um, and some of those days are totally shitty, but other days I've really learned to just kind of accept who I am. I'm slowly getting there. And you're not surrounded by so many people who you have to like pinpoint all these things about yourself against. Mm-hmm. So right. I don't miss that, but um, it has been really difficult transitioning from training every day of the week, not thinking at all about, um, not thinking literally at all about like having to count calories or working out because I was just so active right Um, and that's been hard now I find myself now that I'm home um, counting calories more than I would like to admit um, using my fitness and my Apple watch as less of a what I used to call my mental health and my um, therapy of you know, making me feel good and trying to kind of trick myself that that's the reason why I'm still doing it. And I know for a fact right now that that's not the only reason why, you know, Mm -hmm. I am trying to lose weight. I am trying to get skinnier Mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. And also like, there's nothing wrong with wanting to better yourself. No, not at all. Be more fit or even wanting to lose weight. There is nothing wrong with any of this, you know, but like, the way you do it, that's what matters. And there yeah. is something wrong if you're doing it obsessively and doing mm-hmm. it negatively where a bunch of self-hate is coming out. And it's, right. that's not going to get you anywhere. I've been right. there. I literally tried that way. And guess what? I gained it, it all back. Work. Like, it's, it doesn't even work that way. So why even do it? <laughs> yeah. And it's, anyway. it's frustrating to say it out loud because it's like, I know that this doesn't work. Like, I know right. that I've been here before and it didn't work last time. So it's not going to work this time. But I'm in the process right now of kind of undoing all my bad habits and learning to like literally rewire my brain a different way and start yeah. to think a different way. That's what um, it takes. It literally takes that rewiring. Very hard. It's like, so hard. Like give yourself credit. Like, yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it is. But then there are little, you'll have little wins. I found myself having little wins here and there where, um, you know, I, for example, last night I ate McDonald's French fries and I didn't feel bad about it afterwards. I was like, whatever, that happened. It's fine. Move on. You know, I mean, <laughs> I like little things like that where when I was, you know, a few months ago or you know, a couple years ago when I was in like really in the thick of it, I would have like thought about it for like 
three days after. And it's just, I'm definitely in the process of learning how to um, stop labeling foods as like good or bad. Right. Um, And I think like for me, for example, I'm not saying to like not mindfully eat. Like for me, mindful eating of like being careful about what I put in my body, I think is a good thing. I'm proud of the Mm -hmm. fact that I like to eat whole foods and I like to move my body and, and work out. And I am a very like, health conscious person yeah but you know teetering on the line of am I being obsessive versus health conscious and I'm trying to get to the point where I really just feel like I have a balance in my life I think I'm slowly getting there but again it takes time same with exercise same with food and I think with fitness and stuff my my struggle in this quarantine has been like am I doing enough so that I don't gain weight or am I doing like you know what I mean like I I am not going to the gym I'm not comfortable going to the gym yet and it's just for me it's just not worth it and you've even told me that like you love home workouts yeah you found that Mm -hmm. you know during quarantine yeah awesome which is really cool I mean I I might not even get my gym membership back Mm -hmm. because I feel like I really have found something that works for me However, mm-hmm. I'm still at the point where if I skip a day of working out, um, I get really stressed. Even if my body's like, please, no, I don't need any more. Um, please. Yeah, stop. It feels like there are some days where I definitely feel like I'm doing it to burn something off that I ate. And that's not what I want to do it for, you know? It's, mm-hmm. I want to yes, do it because actually... it literally makes me feel good. Because it does. Like, right. I love working out. It's not, I don't feel like I have to. It makes me sane, seriously. Yeah. But, again, striking the balance between my, like, literal mental sanity and then going insane over it. It's yeah. just not worth it, you know? It's not worth it at all. And I th- it's funny that you said, like, um, eating something then having to burn off the calories. Yeah. I literally remember a time in my freshman year of college when I... Um, it was like later in the night and we were all just hanging out, you know, all friends. Like we had this like uh, lobby in a freshman year dorm that we called BR Lobby and oh, yeah. we would have the best time. Like, remember that? Like we had yes. the best times. But I remember one night someone got donuts and like we all had a donut and I like was overcome with guilt because I had ate a donut yeah. at 9 p.m. I literally left my friend group and I went to go put on workout clothes so I could run off the donut. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that it is, really is. That is ridiculous. I remember being on the run and being like, oh, I got to I gotta get, you know, two miles in because that's how much the donut, how many calories. Like, it does not work that way. That no. is toxic behavior because, right. like, I, I, had, I had to prove to myself that I was still skinny, which at that time, I, all I wanted to be was skinny. Like, yeah. now that's a very different thing. I, I want to be fit. I want to have mm-hmm. curves. I want to you know, be strong. But back then a donut wasn't in my skinny agenda and I was very upset about it. And I, I, I knew I couldn't go to sleep without running off those calories and thinking to like, I don't, I don't think I'm where I want to be yet, but thinking to like that story that was four years ago and just seeing the progress there, like it took, it's taken four years, y'all like listen to this. Like it takes time for that, for me to realize that that was not good. You know? And it's not also it's not linear. Like you are going to have moments where you feel like you have it figured out and you are good, and then you have something that happens that triggers you in some way and causes you to, you know, take the 
the path that you know you shouldn't be following, yet you do it mm-hmm. anyway because that's what the brain does. It convinces right. us that it's going to be different this time. Um, and then you, you kind of get yourself in a cycle again. And then, But I honestly think the fact that so many women experience this, yet they still pick themselves back up and try, a lot of them at least, to turn the right direction is pretty yeah. amazing. It because is. Because it's not easy to do. It's not. Like, I, uh, there's just so many feelings that I feel as I'm saying this and, like, having this conversation. It's just, it's exhausting. Like, I can't ex- mm-hmm. describe it other in any way other than exhausting, you know? And, and you have to think back to, like, where does this stem from? Where does this stem, like, where does the idea that women's bodies have to be a certain type of way and we have to go back to society and we have to go back to yeah. male um domination honestly because yeah. and this you know this goes with the patriarchy and all of that but like men i know for a fact men don't deal with this or most yeah. men i can't speak for every man but mm-hmm. i know for a fact and obviously women's bodies are different women's i don't know if you guys know this but literally women's bodies are meant to gain more weight and especially have weight in the in the stomach region because we have babies <laughs> like that yeah, is just how our bodies biological biologically like that's how how our bodies work but like where did it stem that women had to look a certain way and men kind of had more freedom with with their looks and yeah. yes i know i know men obviously deal with this and this is an episode for men as well but we are women so all i know is a woman's perspective so yeah. I just want to, you know, it's like, it's really interesting. Where did this come from? That there's so much pressure, especially on young girls. Think of like 14, 15 year olds who are going through it. Remember being 14, 15? It was like times 10. So this episode is not for obviously people. It is for people in their twenties, but it's also for you girls, young girls, like listen to this and realize that it's going to be a journey. It's going to be a long journey. But as long as you are choosing to love yourself throughout the entire journey, that's all you can do, yeah. and that's that's step one, honestly. Choosing, right. I'm going to love myself if I eat this. I'm going to mm-hmm. love myself if I've gained 10 pounds. I'm going to love myself if I'm not where I want to be. I'm, I'm 30, 40, 50 pounds overweight where mm-hmm. I want to be, and I'm going to be on the process of losing that weight because I want to, but I'm going right. to love myself every step of the way. Right, and I mean, we talked about that in our episode with Taylor. Of It's important that like people understand how much of a process this is and mm-hmm. that you are never going to get to a point where you're just like, I'm done. I got it figured out. It's all good. <laughs> never going to think about that anymore. Like, that's literally not how it works. It will never work that way, probably until the day you die. You know, I mean, that's yeah. just the reality of it. Yeah. And so it's like you need to constantly be checking in with yourself and be like, wait a minute. Okay. Why am I doing what I'm doing? You know, mm-hmm. what is my end goal here? You know, it's okay to set goals along the way. That's great. I think goals are so important. But, like, yeah. there's not an end goal. The end goal isn't, like, when I lose 15 pounds, I'll be happy. Like, it just doesn't work that way. Because we're yeah. human. We're constantly, our brains are wired to constantly want more, to, like, keep growing. We're never going to be, and I know you and me, for a fact, are never going to be just, like, content and like, okay, I'm settled in. Like, that's it. It's always yeah. going to be like, what's next? More, more, more. Which, you know, I mean, yeah. that's that's fine. I mean, and, yeah. and I want to get to the point where I, at 22, am no longer thinking about what my 
my self-worth is connected to my how fit I am or how much weight I've lost or what I look like but I want it to be connected to the fact that like I know I'm fucking badass like here's the deal like here's the, here's the, the day, tea here's the tea let me spell it for you and you listening too are also badass like you're smart you're capable, you're driven, you're funny, you're a compassionate person, you're mm-hmm. a sister, you're a friend, you're a cousin. You are so much more to people than how you look. Mm-hmm. Your body does not define who you are mm-hmm. as a person. I mm-hmm. can't, you know, and yeah, I... That I'm, goes that goes back to what Taylor said, in, you know, in, the, in episode two, like your body, think of how much your body does. Think of how much your mind does. With the over-exercising, you know, thing or exercising to burn something off. Mm-hmm. So we talked about this with Taylor and she said the best thing. She was like, eating, like eating a cookie for one day is not going to make you gain weight just the same as eating celery for one day is not going to make you lose weight. It doesn't mm-hmm. work that way. You doesn't. know, your body just simply does not. We are biologically developed so that our bodies literally are built to adapt so that Mm -hmm. we don't die of starvation like right i do like so like it's just your body is go if you are a healthy normal person with a functioning metabolism your body's not going to let you get to a certain point you know and so the concept to me like thinking oh i'm gonna work off the the fucking donut i had it's not going to make a difference. Like your body will naturally recalibrate itself the way it knows how to. You don't have yeah. to like do it the work for it. You know, I mean, yeah. obviously do the things that you know are going to help your body function at its highest capacity, but like you can't control that. And so I think like the concept that you have to, you know, you have to work out so that you can eat is just fucked up. You know, yeah, I mean, it it's yeah. fucked up. Yeah. And it makes me mad because it's like I'm saying this out loud and I know that I need to just like take this all in <laughs> you know and that's why I'm getting so yeah. heated because it's it's I feel like I'm almost having like an internal dialogue with myself right now like right. come on Meredith you know this information <laughs> you're smart you're educated right you know this you've been through this before but yeah I mean it's hard and when you're being bombarded with fitness influencers and you know home workouts in quarantine how to stay in shape in quarantine you know all this stuff some of it to an extent I think is helpful information but then when you get to the point where it's like this is all I'm consuming and I mean I've I've been on a roll sometimes on Instagram where like I'll sometimes look at a fitness page and then my algorithms will make it so that that's the only thing that pops up on my feed and yep. they're like, I don't want to see any more of this anymore. But then you just get sucked back in. Yeah. So then at that yeah. point, you also have to, you know, be checking the information that you're consuming and like the law of attraction. You have to be very, very Mindful. like head on a swivel about what you're taking in because mm-hmm. everything affects you either consciously or subconsciously. Um, protect your energy, so. people. Protect yeah, your energy. Yeah, for real. And I also want to talk about um, going to the gym because obviously like you have found that gym home mm-hmm. workouts really work for you. So finding, I think it's very important to find what works for you. Yeah. Um, and I think in the gym, a lot of times what people are very intimidated, intimidated of is the judgment and the comparison in the gym. Yeah. So when you're in the gym, everyone knows that everyone's eyes are going around, you know, like, you know, hopefully there's some cute guys checking me out and stuff like that. I love 
the attention. That drives me to keep <laughs> I going. I know you do. <laughs> I'm, I love attention, y'all. Like, I love being in the gym. And even if I don't feel my best, if someone's watching me run on the treadmill, I'm going to run faster. Like, yeah. that's just who I am. You know what that's I mean? Fair. That's just who I am. But, like, if that doesn't work for you and it, you know, it, it bogs your thoughts into, like, oh, I don't, they'd probably think I'm fat or they probably think I, oh, she looks better than me. Oh, he's really cute, but he won't check me out. Like, it completely distracts your yeah. mind of why you're actually at the gym. And right. I, I, I've been there there before too. Like some days it's that some days I'm like, yeah. Oh, I just, I, she looks so good. Like I feel like, you know, I want to be there and I'm not there and I'm frustrated. Yeah. And then it turns into a negative cycle, which is not my gym time is like my happy time. Like it's kind of yeah, like, you it like, be. it should be an escape. It is. And it, it mostly is most days, but some days I got to catch myself where I'm like, okay, whoa, 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 stop looking at other people. You're here for you. Look in the mirror, do your squats, look yourself in the eye and squat. Like don't look at anyone else. (laughs) And squat. (laughs) And squat. (laughs) No, but I think that's a huge part of it is a lot of people, especially, you know, if you're very overweight and you don't know what you're doing in the gym and you just compare yourself and you see all these super fit, crazy people and you don't even want to be there. You just you just you yeah. don't do as much as you know you just go home and then you don't come back like that yeah. that doesn't work for you so right. start by walking outside start by doing something else right. you know start small and I think I get that way too and I feel like I'm very experienced in being in like a physical setting because I was a college athlete so like you know I feel like if anyone should feel comfortable in the gym it's me but there are moments where like you know I'll be lifting weights with my team with my coach and I'm still looking at the girl next to me like I'm literally on a specific program that's meant to help tennis players become better tennis players yet I'm looking at the girl next to me who has a bigger booty than me and I'm thinking well I'm not doing enough squats so I better like change (laughs) it up so that I can look like her and I'm like that again not why you're here you dumb bitch like it's so (laughs) frustrating because you know it, it just is frustrating yeah. like that just it shouldn't be the case but unfortunately right. that is the case and right. I also kind of felt like and I was talking to my friend Morgan Rowe about this over the weekend on 4th of July so she's a loves the gym too I hope she doesn't mind that I'm like mentioning her in this but hey, um, we were taught yeah hey girl we were talking about how there's this constant sense of like am I doing enough or am I doing the right program or um, am I going to lose weight doing a certain way or am I going to gain too much muscle or like what's the best thing should I be lifting weights should I be doing cardio is one better than the other and it's like you're literally at the gym and you're moving your body so good on you for even getting there and doing something because a lot of people don't do anything at all and again that's fine but like you're there you're doing something you're good for you like come on like give yourself a little bit more credit and like I find myself constantly changing things up because I feel like that's what the fitness world tells us that we need to do we need to change it up we need to have a split day program to get the best gains you know we need to make sure that we're doing enough cardio every week to like lose fat but also gain muscle and muscle burns weighs more than fat and muscle burns more it's like ah it's too much sometimes if you find something, and it will take a trial and error, but if you find yeah. something that feels fun, it feels good, mm-hmm. you look forward to doing it, yes. stick with that. You're good. 
you're gonna it's, be good. <laughs> like, it's crazy you're even saying that because I literally had this thought in my head this morning that okay dancing for example is like yeah. the best form of cardio for me like yeah. I don't even know that I'm doing cardio because I love it I love, love dancing. it so much yeah and I love running too but honestly it's getting too hot to run outside yes. it's just way too it's humid brutal. so I've been having to run you know in on the treadmills and I hate the treadmills because I yeah. I'm like I can't I could run like three miles outside when it's like not as hot but then yeah. doing one mile on the treadmill is like a mission to me I don't right. know but so I'm like, I just need to find a better form of cardio where I don't dread it. Like I want to love yeah. moving my body. I want to love yeah. it. So I honestly, I might go search right after this episode, um, some dance classes in Indianapolis. You because I, it's just fun. It's just yeah, fun. And exercise it's, should be fun. I think people right. forget that. And right. I, I have to remind myself, what, what did I do when I was an eight year old little girl? I liked to go play soccer and play tennis because it was fun. I wasn't thinking like, oh my God, like this is not a hard enough, whatever. It was fun. Like, yeah. that's why I liked to do it in the first place. So one thing that I've been like picked, kind of added to my workout routine recently was um, like yoga and Pilates, which I had never really yes. done before. Like for me, it's always been cardio and running and just high, high intensity, high impact activities. Um, but so I follow this woman, her name's Melissa Wood Health on Instagram. I highly recommend you check her out. She has like half a million followers, so she's not gonna like, probably. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, maybe she'll hear this. But um, she is phenomenal. She's like, a, she's a mother of two. She went through a similar experience with kind of feeling like she had to do a certain type of workout to, mm -hmm. you know, get the body that she wanted or to, you know, feel a certain way, whatever. And then she found, you know, she started this program um, with a focus on like, you know, she does meditation, but it's yoga and it's Pilates. And first of all, they're great workouts, but the point is it's something very different and something that I feel like I'm not actively like sweat, dripping sweat or feeling like I'm not getting like a good pump in or whatever, but it makes it's the most me bro thing you've ever I know, seen. right? <laughs> Fuck yeah, bitch gains gains get that pumping um but like it's something that i just i was intrigued by because i just loved the concept of like there are short workouts squeezing them into your day where you can and it's very focused on mindful you know mindfulness mindful thinking yeah and first of all it's improved my flexibility a thousand percent which is great because i'm oh. not a flexible person and it makes me feel good it makes me feel like the other things that I go do, I do with more energy and my body feels better. Yeah. Um, and I'm not beating myself up all the time, but I will be honest with you, even though the workouts are hard, again, it's yoga, so I'm not necessarily dripping sweat and feeling like I just hit the gym for an hour and I'm good, you know? And so I constantly am going through the self-doubt of like, was that enough for the day? Like, should I do something else or yeah. whatever? And I'm like, well, no, if that's all you wanted to do and it felt great, then right. you're good. Like, it doesn't matter. Right. Like, you're not yeah. trying to lose weight. But again, I still am at that point in time where that's the focus. And right. I'm just, it's a process to shift the focus. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. And I think, like, just closing out this episode, be careful what you talk about and how you say things when you're with your girlfriends yes. or just oh with God. anyone. So Can we talk about that? This. Like, yep. be careful about like, yeah, and your insecurities, so like 
Your insecurities come out in your dialogue, whether you know it or not. So when you're with a group of girls and like maybe, you know, consistently you notice that your friend is um, just saying comments about what they're eating or, oh, I should have, oh, I feel like blah, blah, blah. Like acknowledge that. Um, yeah. Or I guess if they're saying like, oh, I, I need to go work out more. I need to do this, this, this. And mm-hmm. you like acknowledge that and I guess just be mindful of what you say because a lot of negative self-talks come, self-talk comes from girl groups because they feed yep. off of each other. Yep. That I negative agree. energy. And I've, I mean, I've seen that firsthand. Like, it's yeah. like, oh, one girl says something and then, oh, I hate this about my body. Oh, girl, me too. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, and then it's like a, it's just like a pity party for no reason. I'm like, no, 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 no. Mm-mm. None of that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, it's like how that about- mean girl scene. Have you seen that scene in Mean Girls where like they're in the mirror and they're just picking apart their bodies? It's yes. Like, oh, my shoulders. I, I can't wear halter tops. My, I have man shoulders. And then, what does that do? Like, my hairline is so weird. Like my nail beds suck. Like I know it's kind of silly, but like the point is that that's, a very real thing that happens yeah. and <laughs> all right just go upstairs yeah don't yell dude I, it's a podcast i don't know how long it's gonna go but um i was actually gonna bring this up and i think um my sister would be okay with me saying this. She's in the other room. She might hear me. But um, yesterday she made a comment about how many calories she ate. Mm-hmm. And it was significantly lower than the amount of calories that I eat in a day. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Uh, what the fuck? Like, I, I'm a pig. You know, just all these thoughts, like, immediately. And then I stopped myself. And I was like, wait, wait. And I walked in and I very like calmly said to her, hey, like, please don't talk about that stuff in front of me because I'm actually not in a very good place with it. And it really upsets me and it really triggers me. And she didn't, I haven't explained to her what's been going on. So she, you know, didn't know at all. And um, And that's totally okay to say stuff like that. Like, hey, that, like, I just don't, you know, I'm going through something that and that affected me in this way. Like, yeah. that's okay to tell someone. Yeah, and it, I mean, she's my sister. She's my best friend. So she's like, oh, God, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. Um, why didn't you tell me sooner? You know, that was right. her first thing. And if someone's like, oh, you're being a baby or you're being sensitive, then, like, you don't need that person in your life, just right. so you know. But yeah. it's, t- yeah, like you said, it's totally okay to let the people around you know if you're comfortable like that there are certain things that are said and done, you know, that just really can affect you in ways that you can't necessarily put into words, right. but enough to say just, hey, don't say that in front of me, please. I would yeah. appreciate it. Um, or like when you're with your girlfriends, just be like, if, you know, they're going around picking, nitpicking, like be the one, be courageous enough to be the one that's like, I really like this about you. Or like, I really like this about myself or just like, Flip the energy to positive. Yeah. Like, be that person because that can change so much. Like, yeah, don't feed into that. Don't feed into that negative. And don't let your friends feel bad about themselves. There's no time for that. There's no excuses. Like, Life is don't let that happen. too short. Yeah, don't let and that happen. again, it, everything we're saying, I think, is all about undoing the habits that we've been fed for a long yeah. time and have been 
taught is normal or taught is right by society, by social media, by the patriarchy, by many, many different things, many different influences. And just remember that that is not normal and that does not have to be the norm. Right. And it's just a process of deciding I'm going to actively set that thought aside and undo it. Yeah. Um, and it's yeah. hard, but it's a choice. So, yeah. And it'll be worth it. It'll be worth Definitely. it. Definitely. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. Well, thank you all for listening um, and supporting and, you know, being loyal, loyal to us. It means a lot. We are so happy to obviously be back recording weekly episodes for you yeah. guys. And we actually just switched over to, you probably heard in the beginning of the episode, but um, we just switched over to Anchor. Mm-hmm. So Anchor um, has been amazing. It's been uh, opened so many doors for us. So we're really excited about that. Yeah. Um, what else do we have, have in the future? We have a like whole, we literally had a Zoom, not a Zoom call. We're on a Zoom call now. We had a FaceTime call on Monday and we've loaded up our planners. We have lots of amazing guests coming very soon. We won't spoil it for you. But I feel like we, we're finally getting into a routine now that a quarantine distance whatever you want to call it routine right and it I think Elise and I I can speak for Elise when I say that we're both like feeling this momentum and this energy um we just did our very first giveaway which was so awesome so thank you to everyone that entered that giveaway that was awesome we're now at 800 followers on Instagram so that's amazing and we're gonna have more content coming out soon um more blog posts there's I posted a new one today FYI um and it's about the um period of transitioning that a lot of us in our 20s are in right now and yeah um so check that out that that was posted um today which won't be today when this episode comes out but it'll be up on the site it'll be up um (laughs) this is your 20s.com yes um I mean I just think we're we're kind of getting the hang of this whole thing feels like and again yeah big things are in the in the mix so just stay tuned yes and please as always let us know if there's anything that you want us to talk about um you can reach us at on instagram is at this is your dot 20s twitter is this is your underscore 20s uh, this is your 20s at gmail.com is our email and then this is your 20s.com is our website and it has all of our social media our YouTube everything that you could ever need in one place makes mm-hmm. it super easy so check us yeah. out and get yeah. in touch please yeah. also let us know if anything from this episode stood out to you or mm-hmm. helped you in any way that means a lot to us because yes. that's our goal we want to help people and we want to help you live a better life so let us know what mm-hmm. what struck you or what stuck with you throughout the day. Yeah. So, or any tips and tricks that you have that you've mm-hmm. found helpful. Um, I would love to hear anything and everything. So, <laughs> yeah. um, we can gain the same help from you that hopefully you know you gain from us. So yes, all love. Thank you. All so love, much. baby. Alrighty, you ready? You may not have your shit figured out, but that's okay. This is your twenties. Yeah, bye, y'all. Bye.